0: Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator an of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you very much for joining me. So in this volume, Volume 4, we have had a continuous story. Hobgob, Mulch and Beef have been on a quest to save their friends, the dragon's arms regulars and the village folk from the clutches of the evil duke and his sinister cats. This is the final story in the series. Will they be able to complete their quest? There's only one way to find out kick back and enjoy the tales of hobgob and mulch volume 4 chapter 5 the battle's end in the realm there was a kingdom in the kingdom there was a village in the village there was an inn and in that inn two friends hobgob the goblin and mulch the tree told the tales of their adventures the tales of hobgob and mulch Hobgob, mulch and beef had travelled far on their quest to find their friends. The village folk, the dragon's arms regulars, Henry the halfling, Gresser the griffin, Willie the werewolf and Nobby the gnome had all been hypnotised by the evil duke's cats. Now they had been conscripted into the army and they were moments away from joining a deadly battle with the duke's brother we have to do something cried hobgob quick onto my back ordered the dragon it's too late your friends are doomed nothing can stop the clash of armies now nothing can stop my final victory over my brother the duke cackled as his cat stared hatefully at mulch who had tricked them once before Hobgob, Mulch, Beef and Trollbelcher the Dwarf jumped onto the dragon's back and she took flight. That duke needs to be taught a lesson, fumed Beef. We'll worry about him later, reassured Mulch. The friends flew over the fluttering banners of the duke's army below. Mass ranks were advancing, marching to the roll of the drums. Columns of knights sat on their horses at the rear, with ranks of the duke's bailiffs protecting them. But the majority of the army was formed of folk with no armour or weapons, who stared blankly ahead, still deep in their hypnotised trance. There are so many! How will we find our friends in time? worried Hobgob. Just keep looking, instructed Mulch. Legion after legion marched forward towards the Duke's brother and his army. They were getting close now. As the dragon approached the front line, Beef called out. Down there! Those are my reckoners to the dragon's arms, and the folk from our village! Yes, and there's Gresser, and Henry, Willie and Nobby, shouted March, And they're on the front line, gulped Hobgob. More trumpets were blown, and the column with their friends at its front began to charge. They ran towards the ranks of the Duke's Brothers Army, and a bristling line of sharp pikes and spears was brought down to face them the dragon flapped her wings urgently but it was too late they were doomed the dragon tried to fly ahead of the charging column but she was too far behind and even going at her top speed she had too much distance to make up hobgob, mulch and beef watched in horror as their friends continued to run straight towards the line of razor-sharp weapons. And then they saw something standing in between the two armies. A man! He wore a purple cloak and a helmet with two horns that met in the middle and there was a skull sewn into his tunic hold on who is that asked troll belcher i i'm sure i recognize him replied hobgob me too added mulch and they did recognize him it was the necromancer the very same man who had threatened To raise an army of the dead to conquer their village. The same man who Willy the werewolf had scared away. Now the necromancer stood between the two armies. That were moments away from clashing in mortal combat. And he raised his arms. Now my nothing. Rise from your graves and defeat these feeble armies of mortal men. Bring the land back to the undead. The Duke's charging army ground to a halt. They rubbed their eyes and and they blinked. Where, Where were they? Why were they running? And why was an army pointing deadly weapons at them? And then they saw the necromancer. And then they ran away. The Duke's brother's army looked at the necromancer in terror. They could fight against unarmed folk, but the living dead was too much. They threw down their weapons. And then they ran away. As word spread and news of the necromancer's threat was passed from soldier to soldier, from legion to legion, both armies broke and fled. Swords, shields, spears and flags were thrown aside as regiments fell apart and everybody ran away from the battlefield. Cowards! Traitors! Turn back and fight! The Duke waved uselessly at his deserting army as it fled past him. Why aren't they under our spell anymore? He turned angrily towards his cats. Because the necromancer is working for us replied the cats calmly. And now, you are too. Their eyes began to spin. What? I'll make furs of you both! But before the duke could say any more, he caught the cat's eyes and fell silent. He fell into their trance. Hobgob, Mulch, Beef, Trollbelcher and the dragon had no time to worry about the duke. They searched among the chaos of the retreating armies and found the village folk, the dragon's arms regulars, Henry, Gresser, Willie and Nobby, struggling amidst the confusion. The dragon landed and the friends were reunited. They ran and hugged each other, shaking hands and weeping tears of pure joy. They were so happy to be together again after so long. Well, that was close, puffed Henry on his pipe. We had no idea what was happening, said Gresser. One moment we were in the dragon's arms, the next we were charging towards a line of spears, exclaimed Willie. I can't wait to get back to the dragon's arms, said Nobby. Oh, the duke's men knocked the old place down, explained Beef. The friends, the village folk and the regulars shouted their disbelief at this news. No, no, no need to worry. Our friend the dragon here has given us enough of a fund to build it back up and to provide a round of mountain tea or two. Everyone cheered and thanked the dragon, who bowed modestly. What about the duke, his brother, the necromancer, and those cats? asked Hobgob. Well, looks like the cats had everything planned with our old friend the necromancer. Who knows what they'll do next, but I think we've had quite enough of them for one day. Let's leave them to sort it out among themselves, said March. There are too many of us to fly on the dragon's back, so we'll have to walk. It's a long way, so we'd better get going. Dragon, Trollbelcher, or Monsieur Delamode, we want to thank you properly for helping to save our friends. Will you come back to the village and join us? Invited Hobgob. Why, thank you. I'll need to seek out my troll friends, but before that, I would be honoured to join you, replied Trollbelcher. Well, my cave is safely sealed up so I'd love to come back to see your village. And, of course, the rebuilt dragon's arms, said the dragon. They all cheered again, and then they started the long journey back to the village and the dragon's arms. Thank you so much for joining me for the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye bye.